everyone. Today I will be reviewing episode four of Miss Marvel. This show is so consistently good that I feel like my weekly reviews have become much more like recaps. Everything that has been good about the show so far remains good, so it's kind of a waste to spend time going over that all again. I'm just going to point out the specific things about this episode that stood out and then dive into my recap of the plot. First of all, the direction of this show is consistently great through many directors. I'm glad to say that this isn't a Hawkeye or Book of Boba Fett situation where the level of quality for each episode greatly varies by director. I think it's Charmaine Obey Chinoy who did this episode, and she did a great job with it. Uh, I wanted to shout her out since I have been for the other directors as well. Also, the cinematography of this episode really stood out. I love the way that Karachi was shot. It felt really vibrant. It felt alive. It felt like a real location. And that's something you can't take for granted when plenty of TV shows uh, like to shoot cities on studio backlots where they don't actually feel like a real city. There are also some great overhead shots in this episode. The view of Karachi from the balcony of Nani's place was stunning. The slow zoom out of the final scene was really effective in showcasing the horror and the despair of partition. So I just really love the cinematography of this episode, of the show as a whole, but it really stood out in this episode especially. Also, the production design of this episode stood out more than the others. Uh, Karachi looked great. We mentioned that. Uh, I also wanted to mention the hideout, though, the hideout of the Red Dagger. I love the set design there. I love that whole location. Moving on to the story, it continues to be super compelling. First of all, what I love is that on a thematic level, I like how the show is tackling identity. That's really apparent in this episode. Kamala doesn't know who she is. She's dealing with both that normal teen insecurity as well as this new huge revelation that she's a djinn. She's not a human or a normal human like everyone else around her. So she's confused. And I like how her character arc in her show is about kind of self-discovery, discovering who she is. Uh, I also love the way the show is tackling real life history with partition and apparently doing it justice. I'm not South Asian. I barely knew anything about partition before the show. And I'm someone who considers myself to be pretty good with history. I've always loved history. I've always found it really interesting. And I love how the show is shining a light on this major part of history I didn't know about. It's making me want to research and learn more, um, which is a sign that the show's doing its job. And I've seen many of the reactions of many South Asian people watching this show. And it's really cool to see uh, them say that the show really works for them, that it's accurately depicting how big and how massive of an event Partition was. Um, so I'm glad to see that the show's satisfying South Asian fans and bringing this culture and history to Western fans who may not be familiar with it. So now let's dive into the specifics of the plot. I'm going to go beat by beat and mention everything that stood out. We start out with Kamala on the plane. She makes a truce with her mom so that she's temporarily ungrounded. They land, they meet up with their cousins, with Sana, Kamala's grandmother, who is played by Samina Ahmad. She does a phenomenal job throughout this entire episode. All her interactions with Kamala's mother, especially, were just perfect. I thought both actresses just nailed it. I totally buy them in their roles as mother and daughter. Uh, they head over to Sana's house. Kamala discovers all her paintings. We then get this conversation where Sana tells Kamala that she shouldn't be focusing on being a jinn. That's not what matters. It's just genetics playing into that theme of identity. Being a jinn does not define who Kamala is. Sana also talks about how she was saved by a trail of stars. The train in her vision was the one on that night. 
She believes that the bangle is trying to talk to Kamala. All of that was great, very intriguing stuff. Kamala checks her phone. She's unable to text her friends. She goes to sleep. She has a nightmare about everything going on. She wakes up, goes out with her cousins. They go eat. They go walk the streets. Um, it's kind of established or kind of a reminder that Muniba was a little bit of a troublemaker as a kid, just like Kamala is. Uh, Kamala goes. She finds the train station. She fights Red Dagger, uh, who is played by, I think it's Aramis Knight. I really like this new character, and I like the performance. It wasn't perfect. There were a few lines I kind of cringed. Just his delivery when he was doing the Terminator line, um, come with me if you want to live, that that just didn't work for me. It, it got a little bit too cheesy for me. But other than mainly just that one line, I really liked him in the role. I liked his delivery. I liked the fight. I loved the choreography. I really like seeing more uses of Kamala's powers. I'm still not in love with the visualization of her powers, but I'm becoming more and more on board with them. The more and more we see them, especially in battle. So all that was great. Red Dagger, a.k.a. Kareem, realizes that Kamala is not a clandestine, takes her to his hideout where we get this major exposition drop. I like this scene because of all the new world building. I like the idea of Red Dagger being a mantle passed down from warrior to warrior, kind of with the goal of protecting people from the jinn. I love world building. I love lore. We also meet Walid, played by Farhan Akhtar. I thought he was also great in the role. His line delivery was spot on. Noor is the energy that powers the bangle and makes up the veil between realms. By helping the clandestines break that veil and return home, the Noor dimension will take over our main dimension or earth dimension or whatever you call it. So I liked all of this, establishing the stakes. I also liked the visuals they used to show the Noor dimension, whatever advanced holographic technology that was meant to be. It just looked great. It was a good visual representation. All of this was just some solid exposition, some solid world building, which I appreciated. I think we desperately needed some answers, some more explanation, and this provided that. Uh, we then go to the damage control prison where the Jin break out. They leave Kamran behind for betraying them. Everything with Kamran and the Jin, it's all happened a little bit quickly. Uh, it's been a little bit rushed, but that doesn't bother me too much. Back in Karachi, Kamala has a great conversation with Sana where this theme of identity is brought back up again. I'm just going to read off the dialogue here because it's so good. My passport is Pakistani and my roots are in India. And in between all of this, there is a border marked with blood and pain. People are claiming their identity based on an idea some old Englishmen had when they were fleeing the country. How is one to deal with that? So phenomenal writing here about identity, about real life history, and about kind of the silliness of how we sometimes define ourselves based on these arbitrary borders. Kamala then gets an opportunity to be a kid, to hang out with Red Dagger and his friends. That was sweet. Uh, but the real standout of this moment in the episode is this amazing scene between Muniba and Sana. We see that they never had the strongest relationship, just like Kamala and Muniba don't. And I thought this was a really emotional scene, really beautifully acted on both sides. And I love also how right after this scene, we see the effect it has on Muniba. Um, we see that she doesn't want to have the relationship with Kamala that she has with her mom. She wants to be a better mom than she ever had. And we see that when Kamala gets home and they eat toffee together and they laugh, they have fun. We see that Muniba is trying really hard to have a good relationship with her daughter. Just fantastic character work. And again, I say this episode after episode, but it really is true. The superhero stuff is all a little bit underdeveloped for me. I still like it, um, but the best part of the show is not any of that stuff. It's the scenes like this with the characters and their relationships, um, because this is what really works about the show. 
Then we get an extended sequence of more superhero stuff. Kamala testing her powers while Lee gives her kind of a blue coat type thing. We see that this layered with her red shirt is slowly creating the color scheme of Miss Marvel. She's kind of slowly building her identity as she's slowly building her costume. Some great symbolism there. The gym crashed the party. We get some hand-to-hand -hand combat, which turns into a car chase, a rooftop chase, and then more hand-to-hand. -hand. All of that was really well done. I love the choreography with the daggers. I just really like daggers as weapons. I love all the martial arts. Waleed in action was awesome. Kamala's powers are awesome. I like seeing her learning to use them more and getting better with them. I love seeing Miss Marvel and Red Dagger working together. Um, it was surprising, but I love how Waleed sacrificed himself. We get a lot of deaths in the sequence, which really surprised me. I think at least two of the Jinns die in addition to Waleed. All of that was great. Things are just happening really quickly with this show. The plot is moving way faster than I expected, but I'm kind of digging it. I kind of appreciate that it's uh, it's quick and we're not spending too much time on anything before the next stuff happens. That pace is actually really working for me. Last but not least, another great moment. Najma stabs Kamala's bangle, which sends her, I guess, back in time to partition. We see kind of the pure misery as some people rush to get their spots and then others are left behind. Kamala gets up on a train and we kind of slowly zoom out to see the true scale of what's happening. This is a fantastic ending, a great cliffhanger. Everything that happened with this episode was great. The show continues to be super compelling, and I'm happy with how the story is progressing. Uh, talking about that ending, I have two theories, which I would love to see happen. First of all, uh, Kamala will save her grandmother. She is the trail of stars, which saved her grandma and helped her get on the train. I like that theory. Also, maybe uh, Kamala will pull Aisha back to the present day with her. And that's why Aisha has been missing all these years. But I don't know. These might happen. These might not. Those are just theories. Overall, I really love this episode. What did you think of this episode? Did you like it as much as me? Let me know in the comments, email, voicemail, or form. And all of those links are in the description. And thank you so much for listening and have a good day.